0: This is the Sports Psychology Hour with Dr. Andrew Jacobs.
1: I cannot
0: express the gratitude what my son came and visited you. Dr. Jacobs is in his 41st year as a sports psychologist. I have seen a change in youth sports in the last 10, 15 years. I've talked about it a lot on this show. The Sports Psychology Hour, the best advice on the radio each and every week. Failure and losing and screwing up is something that happens in life. It happens in sports. And I think we have to teach kids how to do that more effectively. This is where sports talk gets real. That word, playing, it's gone from our society in a lot of ways with kids.
1: I wanted to tell you what a great service you provide to this community. I listen to your show every week. Thank you for what you do for our community, for all the parents, coaches, and athletes.
0: And now... Here's your host, rated one of the best therapists in Kansas City, Missouri, by OnlineTherapy.com, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Good morning, everybody. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Welcome to our show here at Sports Radio 810 WHB. As you know, I'm here every Sunday morning, wide awake and ready to talk with you, my producer, Blake Schneider's, And we're ready to talk about sports psychology this morning as we do every Sunday morning. Our shows are podcasted all over the place. As you know, they're on my website, winnersunlimited.com. I've been in practice. I'm in my 42nd year as a sports psychologist here in the Kansas City area. I work with athletes all over the country and been on the radio 31 years. Actually, January will be the beginning of my 32nd year on radio, my 22nd here at Sports Radio 810 WHB, which is pretty hard to imagine. I've been doing it that long, but nonetheless, I have. And I hope to keep doing it for quite a while after this as well. And, you know, each week I try to bring up a topic that will be of interest to you, our listeners, and for people who do take the podcast and and play them for other people and uh, talk to people about sportsmanship, the mental side of sports, mindsets, attitudes, focus, preparation, confidence, all those types of things. As of late, I've been getting more and more younger athletes in my office I have a private practice here in the Kansas City area and I I work with athletes all over the country actually. But as of late, I've been getting more and more younger athletes coming in to talk to me. And I mean younger, like younger than 14. I've had some parents bring in some 8-year-olds. I've had parents come in with 9, 10-year-olds. And I'm, I'm asking myself, why are so many younger kids playing sports, feeling all this pressure and feeling like they're letting their parents down, feeling like they're letting their teammates down, getting frustrated with the fact they're not winning. And I've done some research on this. We've talked about this many times on this show in the past. But there's an article I read and I want to read it on the air. And why Kids Burn Out on Youth Sports. I, and this is the article. I recently read some interesting and even concerning data regarding kids and sports from Project Play at the Aspen Institute. According to a recent survey, the average child today spends less than three years playing a sport, then quits at age 11. There are a variety of reasons for this. Two of the main reasons are economics and relationships. Let's place youth sports as... Exploded in cost. We'll talk about that in a minute. On the economic side, youth sports are just getting way too expensive for many families to afford, especially those that are low-income families. For other kids, it's the pressure to perform and excel that comes from parents and coaches, oftentimes through yelling and poor sideline behavior. One physical activity that did pick up during the pandemic was bike riding, which used to be a daily occurrence for kids. 12% of parents and their Child tried riding a bike for the first time during the pandemic. Parents, we need to pull back on the pressure and teach our kids that sports are to be played and that play is to be fun. You know, I read that the other day, and I'm like, you know, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I guess the issue is this. are we Are we putting too much pressure on kids at younger and younger ages to play an organized sport to be on a team, to win, to have the emphasis placed on winning. And do we not spend enough time just to just just go out and play? You know, I co-wrote a book with Pete Malone and Jeff Montgomery called Just Let Them Play, Guiding Parents, Coaches, and Athletes Through You Sports. It's not called Just Let Them Win. It's called Just Let Them Play because you want to go out and play. Now, I've mentioned several times I'll, I'll be 68 years old in a month. So I'm, I'm according to my uh, youngest son, I'm one of the elderly now. My wife will get a kick out of that statement. But anyway, um, when I grew up, you played sports for fun. You played sports to have a good time, to enjoy the activity. The winning part didn't matter until junior high middle school you know 13 14 but I'm, I'm hearing kids get burned out at younger ages I'm seeing kids in my office who feel pressure to have to win to have to win the game at 10 years of age and feel they're letting their parents down because they're doing that if they don't so my question is And I'd like to open up our phone lines and get your thoughts on this. Are we putting too much pressure on kids now to play youth sports, team sports, organized sports at younger and younger ages, and putting too much pressure on them to win? Are we not spending enough time just going out and playing? I know we've talked about this several times in the past, but I think it's becoming worse. But I'd like to get your thoughts. We're going to open up our phone lines. 913-3810-810 is our number. If you're a coach and you coach kids at any age, it doesn't matter, teenagers all the way down, what's the emphasis you put on what you're teaching these kids and what you're trying to coach them at? You know, I hear countless times in my office young athletes talk about well I want to be want to play in the major I want to play major league baseball I want to play in the NFL I want to play in the NBA I want to be an Olympian and they're 10 or 11 and to me I don't think we need to talk about that stuff at those ages I think we need to talk about the enjoyment and and you know the fundamentals learning stuff being a pro, being a professional, uh-uh. I don't think we need to even talk about that then because, let's face it, the stats show that almost most kids burn out and quit who start playing sports at 5 and 6 by the time they're 10, let alone 11 or 12. All right, our phone number here 3810 913 If you're a coach, what age do you think... We should start coaching kids in sports, organized sports, playing on teams, winning games. If you're a parent, and I know a lot of parents out there have this question. You know, it's a topic I bring up every once in a while, but I think it's getting worse. There's pressure for younger and younger kids to play organized sports and be in these teams that travel and go all over the place that, Ten eleven years of age. I mean, I've got volleyball players that that are young that do this, softball players, baseball players, basketball players, and it's so much about the winning and beating other people. The aspect of fun, which to me should be the priority, seems to go out the window for a lot of people because we need to win that championship. How old are the kids you're coaching? They're nine. Does it come from the coaches, come from the parents? Where does it come from? All right, 913-3810-810 is our number. Like, get some calls in here. If you're a parent, have your kids quit playing youth sports? Because they didn't like it anymore. They got tired of it. It wasn't fun anymore. Or are your kids succeeding and achieving at it? And if they are, why is that? I'd like to get your thoughts on that. I know my sons are now almost 33 and 31. And I've shared this story before. My oldest son, Jonathan, starting kindergarten. The day before kindergarten started, I got a call from a dad starting a kindergarten soccer team. And he was signing people up to play on the team. And I told him, thank you, but we're not interested. And his comment to me was, you don't understand, sir. If he doesn't sign up now, he's going to fall behind everybody else. And my comment to him was, well, first of all, he hasn't even started kindergarten yet. starts tomorrow. And second of all, he has no interest in soccer right now. He likes playing wiffle ball, like hitting, likes hitting a wiffle ball around. And I said, I don't think my son is going to fall behind because he hasn't started kindergarten yet. And he said, well, obviously, I didn't know much about sports. I told him Goodbye. Didn't want to get into that with them, But but I think we get this pressure now. And also, as that article stated, you know, in, in the inner cities, in and, and lower income areas, those kids don't have the opportunity to do all this stuff. Because of the financial aspect. You know, money is the other part that has impacted youth sports. And if you're listening right now and you have children playing, you know what I'm talking about because there's a fee to sign up for the league. You have to buy uniforms, equipment. Oftentimes there's a coaching fee. And then if you start playing on a team that starts getting to an elite level, an elevated level, you start traveling. So then there's going out of town somewhere, getting, you know, paying for gasoline Hotels, food, maybe if you have pets you board them up, it costs a a heck of a lot of money to go watch your 10-year-old play 200 miles away in a tournament. So are we putting too much emphasis on this now, and are we not putting enough emphasis on just going out and playing and having fun? Our phone number is 913. We're going to go to a break here in a 2nd 913 3-8-10-8-10, 3 eight ten like get some calls in here, get your thoughts. If you're a parent, do you feel pressure to sign your kids up for a youth sports activity, kindergarten, first grade, because everybody else is doing it? If you're a coach, when do you think we should really start organized sports for kids? Competitions. When should we put the emphasis on that? Instead of just putting the emphasis on just going out and playing having a good time and learning some stuff. 913-3810-810 is our number. Love to hear from you. If you're a coach, if you're a parent, or maybe you played new sports and you got burned out. You quit playing because it wasn't fun anymore. There's that word fun. We hear about it all the time. It's supposed to be fun. But I'm seeing the fun going out of it more and more now because of the... Importance of winning, coming out on top. All right, nine one three three eight ten eight ten is our number one sports psychologist, Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Run the leader of sports. Eight ten WHB. Give me a call. And let's talk. Hello again, everyone. I am sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. This is the Sports Psychology Hour from our flagship station, Sports Radio 810 WHB in Kansas City. I'm here every Sunday morning from 7 to 8 talking about the mental side of sports. And my topic today is this issue, the issue of youth sports. And I've talked about it before, but it's becoming more and more of an issue, I think. The longer I'm in practice, I'm seeing more and more issues come up with younger kids feeling pressure to win, pressure to have to do well to please mom and dad. And I want to open up our phone lines. We've got a call we'll go to in a moment. 913-3810-810 is our number. Get your thoughts. If you're a parent, do you feel pressure to start your kids in a youth sports activity at a really young age? Do you feel pressure to enroll your child on a team where winning becomes really important? And what happens when that winning topic starts to get in the way of just having fun? If you're a coach, what's your priority coaching youth, young kids? And where does the winning part come into play for you? 913 3810 number. Let's go to the phones. Let's talk to Josh. Josh, good morning. Dr. Jacobs, how are you?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: Good. Thanks for calling in.
1: Uh, first of all, my condolences to you and your family on your life.
0: Well, um, th- thank you. I
1: was listening whenever you spoke on that and you were and things off. Um, I have two teenage kids, one boy, one girl. Um, they both started sports kind of at a younger age. Um, my daughter was a gymnast, and she was a good gymnast. Um, she came to me at age 10 and said, Dad, I don't want to do this anymore. And I said, okay, sounds good. And she moved on to softball, which she now still plays, and she competes at a extreme level. Like, I just got back from Arkansas last week.
0: How old is uh, she now? She's, she's 15. 15. Just got back from Arkansas from a tournament down there? Yep. Okay. And how old was she when she started gymnastics? Six. Six. Okay. Okay, go ahead.
1: Um, and it, it is intense, um, but she loved it. You know, and there's so many other aspects to it, whether it be the social, the team building, um, there's just so much more to it, I guess. And until she tells me she doesn't want to do it anymore, I'm going to let her do it. I mean, she just absolutely loves it. Um, she also plays basketball. Um, I've never pressured her to play any sport. Um, she just kind of wanted to and has done it. Um, and it's the same way with my son. I've, I've coached his baseball team for three or four years and, Last year was a rough year for us. Um, obviously, as coaches, you want to win, and you want your kids to have that competitive spirit to win, um, and the love for the game. So it's, once again, though, there's never really been pressure for me with my kids. How, is
0: they, your, how old is your son, son, Josh?
1: Twelve.
0: Okay. So, let me ask, first of all, I want to congratulate you on the way you're handling this, because when your daughter said she wanted to quit gymnastics, you didn't pressure her to stay doing it. She said, "Okay." I'm sure you asked why, and yeah, and and, and why? Because it wasn't fun anymore. Why? I mean, gymnastics yeah. and and diving; these girls start at young ages, and that's okay. That's that's fine. It's 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 not about winning at those ages; it's just about going out there and competing and learning skills more than anything else. Would you agree? Well,
1: at, I agree, but I also disagree because at age eight in gymnastics, she was going every Saturday, like during the summer, they would practice for three or four hours and eat lunch there Monday through Friday. I imagine mom and dad working and having to get her to gymnastics um, at eight, age eight, you know, Monday through Friday. <laughs> it was it was intense. I mean, it was, and she she competed at a high level in gymnastics, and she was moving up quickly. Um,
0: so why'd you want to quit? What would you want to quit?
1: It just became too much for what I feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she didn't really truly give me an answer. She just said, Dad, I don't want to do it anymore. And I said, well, I'm not going to tell you that you can't not do something. Because that's the decision. I guess that's just the way I raise my kids. It's like, they're going to make their own decisions when it comes to stuff like that. Even though her mom may not have liked it, we accepted it.
0: Yeah, gymnastics and and, uh, figure skating usually require you know mostly girls some boys to start at younger ages and I've worked with so many uh, gymnasts and figure skaters throughout my career and most of them seem to enjoy it. but you're right if you're if you're going to be good at gymnastics you're there three to four hours a day usually four to six days a week Mm -hmm. and because you're out there it's just a lot of intensity so but I want to congratulate you Josh because when she said she didn't want to do it anymore, you didn't force her to keep doing it. Whereas, you know, a lot of people I know, well, no, we're going to – why do you want to quit? Well, it's not fun. Well, we need to find out why it's not fun. You've got to keep making it fun. But let me ask you. So you just came back from Arkansas from a softball tournament.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How does how the financial part of this affect you? Because obviously there's, uh, there's a lot of that going on.
1: It's extensive. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm, I'm an African-American male. Um, and my daughter played high school softball this year, um, and she made varsity, and she excelled, and she she did okay um, as a freshman, which is awesome. But they played uh, predominantly black schools, um, and she she we were sitting in the car before one of her gar, her games, and she said, "Dad, why don't why don't more black girls play softball?" And I looked at her and I go, "Honey, you know why they don't? It's expensive. <laughs> like it truly is." And she goes. Yep, you're right.
0: Well, in in inner city areas, lower income areas don't have the accessibility to all this stuff. I mean, when I was with the Royals, I got to become very good friends with Buck O'Neill, one of the best people I've ever met. And one, one day Buck and I were sitting at a game and we're talking and he turns to me and says, Doc, why are there so few black guys playing baseball anymore? And I looked at him and I said, you know what, Buck, I I don't know. But maybe they're, they don't have accessibility to it. That's exactly right. So the inner city, now, of course, there's the Urban Youth Academy here in Kansas City that gives that opportunity. But mm-hmm. he said, in the inner cities, there aren't baseball diamonds anymore. you got basketball yeah. courts once in a while, but there's nowhere for them to play. That's why yeah. you don't see African-American men playing as much baseball anymore. And that was, my gosh, that was... Uh, 2009 when, when we had that conversation. So, you know, 13 years ago. And,
1: I mean, it is it is expensive, man. It is, but, you know, she loves it. I mean, last year, instead of going on, it's all we went to Florida. You know, so it's there is, there's quite an extent to it, um, to play at a high level. But, you know, she loves it, and we have the opportunity to give her that out. I-
0: well, you sound, Josh, you sound like an incredible parent because you're you're doing things for your daughter that she wants to, and, and your son that they want to do. You're not telling them no. You're not forcing them to do it. Do you see other parents sometimes that maybe the emphasis on winning and, you know, scholarships and all that comes into play? Have you heard about that? I mean, that's
1: ultimately that is the goal, you know, obviously in you see the kids that got the talent to do that at all ages, you know. So it is. I don't. I don't see much of that from parents. But I just kind of stay in my lane. Um, but with softball, I mean, of course, everybody wants their kid to get a scholarship. And you see the kids that have the the ability and the pitching skills and the hitting skills to do it, you know. But you know, obviously, they at, at my daughter's age, the can't talk to her yet, you know, whereas she is invites to go places just for workouts that they can't talk to you, so
0: well i want to congratulate you josh um you sound like a great dad and your kids are lucky they've got you because you care about them and you're you're doing this for them but the most important thing you've said today is when your daughter said she wanted to quit you said okay you didn't force her to keep doing it and I i think that's that's Extremely credible because I know a lot of people are like no 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 you've got these skills and abilities you got to keep working at it. So you went with her, and now she's playing something else and enjoying it. So that's good for you. Congratulations on that. I appreciate that. And uh, good luck with your kids, both of them. Thanks for calling in, and I appreciate the uh, the words about my mother. I really appreciate that. You take care. Yeah, hearing...
1: Appreciate your time.
0: Sure. Have a great day, sir, and you take care of yourself. You too. Thank you. All right. That frees up our lines now at nine one three three eight ten eight ten. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. Our topic today is this do we put too much pressure on kids to play youth sports at young ages and to win and succeed? Has the fun gotten out of it for too many kids? And why? Is it because of the pressure to get a scholarship? The pressure, oh, wow! Well, if you get a scholarship, school will get paid for Well, by the time – you you know, I know there have been some studies out there where people have added up the cost of kids playing youth sports all the way through their senior year in college. And it's thousands and thousands of dollars by the time you add it up for all the traveling, the coaching fees, the uniforms, everything that goes into it. And, and there have been some studies that have said – And and I'm not telling people not to do it because, obviously, I think it's great to do it. But there have been some studies out there that said if you didn't do that, you'd have the money for a couple years of college. Well, I don't think that's a reason to not do it. I think if your kids want to play sports, you give them that opportunity. But like Josh just mentioned, he's African-American. The inner city doesn't have the accessibility. The lower-income areas don't have the accessibility to a lot of these things as the suburban areas do. All right, our phone number is 913 I'd like to hear from you. If you're a parent, why do you sign your kids up to play sports? What's your goal for it? What do you want them to accomplish by playing you sports? And are you finding that there's pressure for you as a parent to sign your kids up at younger and younger ages, at organized sport activities, playing on teams, with the emphasis on Maybe winning and not as much on just having fun and playing. I'd like to hear from you if you're a parent. I'd like to hear from a coach. Why do you coach? What's the reason you coach kids? And what do you find in terms of pressure for kids? Do you find there are some kids who can't handle it? There are some kids that can. How much of it comes from the parents and how much of it comes from winning? Or to go to a break, come back. Let's get some calls. 913. 913- Three eight 810 is our number. I'm sports psychologist Dr. Andrew Jacobs. We're on the leader in sports, Sports Radio 810 WHB.